Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. Who is like unto you, O Lord, who is like unto you? You are glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, ever doing wonders. We are grateful, sir. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Father, we say let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So, as we begin to look at this issue around testimonies, I want you to understand certain things which the Bible, which God also caused, which which has been an issue in the heart of God. One of it is, he said, he expressed it in Mark chapter 7 verse 13, when Jesus said that, you have made the word of God become of no effect because you have turned everything to tradition. This is the way we do it. And when you ask somebody, why do you do it that way? They don't know. So as a result, the word of God becomes more and more less effective. More and more less effective. Now, we would, we, would, we, would, we would look at something where the Bible talks about testimonies. Testimonies. Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. He said, I fell at his feet and I worshipped him because he said to me, see that you do not do that for I am a fellow servant like you. Now, the last um, verse we're looking, he said, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So, what does this mean to us? First thing that it means is that testimony is a spiritual thing. So, he said, testimonies of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Before we go to the part of prophecy, I want to first of all let us understand that testimonies are spiritual things. When people share testimonies, it is spiritual. Now, one of the things which the Bible declares us to be in First Peter chapter two verse nine, it says, it says that it says, "But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation." Now, what does it mean to be? A royal priesthood. That means you are royalty and you are a priest. What do those two parties have in common? They use their mouth. When a king wants to make a pronouncement, he makes the pronouncement by mouth. When a priest wants to bless somebody, they bless it by mouth. So what, what am I trying to say is that that is why it's important when the proverb says that inside your mouth lies the power of life and death. And I, I love when he finishes off. He said, those who know how to use it will hit the fruit of it. May God grant us understanding in Jesus' name. So, Revelations chapter 12, verse 11. It says, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Please understand, when he said word of their testimony, that means... He's talking about spoken testimonies. He did not say he came, overcame me by testimony. I, I know what God does for me. No, if it is not in words. He said, they overcame me by the word of their testimony. So when, whatever your testimony is, if it is not expressed in words, it doesn't make sense. You know, we say, and we, we, we would get there how the devil has pushed the church to the point whereby we now do testimonies of God knows what I'm thanking him for. It is not biblical. It may sound religious, but it's not biblical. That's why he said the word of their testimony. So that means your testimony must be expressible. 
Your testimonies must have an expression. David understood. When you read David, um, his, read Psalm 22, verse 20, he said, I will declare your name in the midst of the assembly. I will praise you. I will declare of you, I, will, I will declare your name to my brethren. So my testimony, I would share it with people. I will tell people, this is what you have done. This is what you have done. So, first thing I want us to establish is that testimonies are, has to be expressed. Testimonies has to be expressed. Number two, which I will go back to, let's, Revelation chapter 19, we read before, but we have it next, sorry, amen. No, don't worry, don't worry, let's, hallelujah, amen. Go to verse 25 then. He says, my praise shall be of you in the great assembly of people. When it means assembly, in the congregation. David understood that because God did something for you, it see, we will get there when, when I would, you know, people sing, there are people that are giving God half-baked food. Because there is a biblical way that food is finished. When God does something for you, he has an agenda. It is not because you prayed hard. He has a purpose in his mind why he has given it to you. And one of the things is that so that he would hand in testimony, you will share it with somebody. That's why he said, freely have I given it to you. Freely you should also give it back to somebody else. May God grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Now, when we now talk about prophecy, we're talking about it has to be in words. It is spiritual. But it is also prophetic. What does prophecy mean? You are foretelling what is going to happen. So, what I am first of all going to say to you is that when testimonies are shared, it is empowered for it to repeat itself. Have you ever noticed something in a pattern in, 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 in churches? We still come down to that. Is that some people, when they give testimonies, when they give testimonies, they keep coming out. Week in, week out, or month in, month out. It's the same. You, have you ever been to some church and you think that it's the same people that are giving testimonies more often. People say, ah, you know, see, at times one of the things is that the principle of the scriptures is repeating itself because once a testimony is shared, it, it, it has the ability to replicate itself again. It has the ability to replicate itself again. Luke chapter 22. Oh, sorry. Let's, let's go to... Um, um, so I'm just going to talk about some, someone here, which is David. David had a testimony of God delivering him from the hand of a lion. And he was going before Goliath. And as he told that testimony in front of Saul, what happened? That testimony repeated itself again for Samuel. He said, for Samuel 17, 37, he said, moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the powers of, of, of the lion and from the powers of the uh, of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And what did God do? He did it again. Because as he released that testimony, it was an avenue for that testimony to repeat itself. 
any testimony that that is what the one of the what the Bible says it is prophetic in nature. When you say it, when you share it, one of the things that God goes ahead and replicates exactly the same thing, even in greater dimension. Even in greater dimension. You know, when you see, when Jesus would tell people, he said, go into the world, preach the gospel. He said, heal the sick. And what did he say? Cleanse the leper. Lepers. So that means that in the program of God, healing the leper is not full, um, is not the full package. But what happened in Luke chapter 17, you see, uh, Luke chapter 17, he said, and when, when he had healed them, the Bible says, and when he saw that he was healed, he returned with a loud voice. Excuse me, if he was supposed to meet Jesus, he would have gone to him and said, sir, thank you, sir. But the Bible says he was coming and he was with a loud voice. He was letting people know this is what happened. But remember, the Bible says when he saw that he was healed, Jesus never said heal the leper. He said cleanse them. Because there's a difference between being healed and being cleansed. So when Jesus saw him, the Bible talks about that Jesus, Jesus now said to him, and he fell on the face, on his, on his, sorry, he fell down on his face and giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. If you read more further in that scripture, the Bible says, go, you are made whole. Because the habit of what was happening, when he gave that testimony again, he, re, he gave birth to another thing. A testimony that is not shared cannot be, um, you, it, it cannot, it's supposed to be a seed. Into That's why the Bible says it is prophetic. So Jesus answered and said, Yes, ma'am. Were there not ten cleansed, mm -hmm. but where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God, except this foreigner? God bless you, ma'am. Now, it is just the Bible says, when he saw that he was healed, did other people not see the same thing he saw? They saw the same thing he saw, but he wasn't, he wasn't, yeah, 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 well, uh, thank God for what he's done. First Corinthians. Now, the scripture itself is a compilation of testimony. That's why the Bible says all these things are, are, are all these things happened to them as an example and an admonition or a warning upon those who the end of the days are come. Now, what does what is an example when you go to school? What is an example? An example is, I have done this for you. So that when you take homework home, you will remember the example and do the same and get the same result. So what he's saying is that the scriptures itself is a compilation of testimonies. Is a compilation of testimonies. See, even, and I would show you one particular story of Mary and Martha. When the angel came and Gabriel said, you shall give birth to a child. And he said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And you shall give birth to a child. He said, how can, how can this happen? You think that the angel will say, okay, close your eyes. Let me do something miraculous before your eyes. So that you can see. The angel didn't say that. Luke chapter 34 to 37. He said, and Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I do not know a man. And the angel said, the Holy Spirit shall, said to the Holy Spirit shall come upon you. And the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. And therefore also the Holy One shall be born and shall call him the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth. So, what's in that? Somebody already has a testimony that can ignite your faith. 
So he said, now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived in her old age. And now she's six months for, for, for her who was called barren. For with God, also, when the angel was compiling to talk to Mary, that, you know, this is how, you, I know that you are struggling to know that God can do this. But remember what God did for your cousin. What I'm saying, even as angels were operating, they operated on testimonies, linking testimonies to another. Because it is spiritual in nature. It is spiritual in nature. God will tell Joshua. He said, Joshua chapter 4. He said to them, he said, when you cross before the heart of the Lord into the midst of Jordan. Jordan was, what happened in Jordan was that the river was covered, was overflowing with water. And when they passed through it, the, 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 the river uh, split into two. So God was saying that, you know, this is a miracle. But in that miracle, you need to take something along. He said, he said, he said and in the midst of Jordan... And each one of you shall take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the numbers of the child of Israel, that this may be a sign that when your children ask you this question, you can retell the story to them. That thing was testimonies that you will be able to share. Because as your children, so that's why when God will now come, and speak to their children, he would say, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Why? Because their parents told them testimonies. They shared the testimonies with them. So when they want to pray, they will say, Our Father, the old God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Why? Because somebody told them a story. Somebody shared the testimony with them. May God grant us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. We will be looking at certain parts also as we zero in more into testimonies. John chapter 9. Sir, this is a guy that, this is a man. I don't know, we, we, this is one of the things that we would talk about. We say, if I share my testimonies, people will say, what is the big deal in that? In fact, this man was blind and Jesus opened his eyes. This version is not, if you read, I think the King James Version, it says that, reviled, it says that they insulted him. When he went to share the testimonies, he was insulted. Uh, there's a version. Revows means when you, when you, he said, they were, they insulted, they say, you know, what, what exactly are you talking about? If you go to verse 30, and the man said, and answer, and said, why is this a marvelous thing that you don't know where, where, where he is yet? He opened my eyes. Basically, what he's saying is that, you know, he got to a point, the man was saying that, he said, see, this man, I don't know who he is, but one thing I know, I was blind. Now I can see. That was his testimony. See, when he got persecuted for it, the Bible says he was thrown out. Then what happened? In verse 34 and 35, the Bible says, and when he said to him, you have um, he said, okay, they, they, they cast him out. Verse 35 said, and the Bible 35 says, Jesus heard that they had cast him out. Then Jesus went to look for him. So because you share your testimony with people, God, he knows, but it is important that you share it. It is important that you share it. 
Now, you know, people talk about what, what testimony do I really have to share? It is because, and I'll be pointing out a couple of things in this story. There was a woman that Jesus met by the well. The Bible says Jesus was talking to her about, you have so many men that are coming to your house. But even in the one that is there, is not your husband. So if you go to John chapter 4 verse, from verse 28, I think. Yeah, it said, and the woman left the port. And she went into the city and said to the men, Another version would say that she said to everybody, he said, come and see the man that told me all I have ever done. I don't know if this is the Christ, but what I know is that I went to somewhere today and they told me things I have not had before. Or things that I have done before. He said, Come and see. And the Bible says that then they went out of the city and they went to see him. We're still coming back to that. Can I first of all ask you a question? What is the big prof, big testimony that she had? Testimony was just somebody said, she didn't even know this Christ. Somebody gave her a prophecy. That was it. One of the challenges the body of Christ is now is that people are waiting for testimonies of, of, of your leg growing out. Because we think it is in the magnitude of what the testimony sounds like. The woman said, I, I just went to a place who they told me all that I have done. Now, let's take a look at this thing. She went back to the village she came from. Please, what was the testimony that she was hearing? All that she had done. What did she do? She was sleeping around. Some of us, we cannot share testimonies of, you know, I used to bed wet. Those testimonies are not your testimonies. Your testimony is that I bought a car. That is why it's not effective. Our testimony is that Jesus said you are doing something wrong. And I can see what you are doing. And she went out and said, you know, Jesus said that I was sleeping with men. He saw me that I was sleeping with men. He saw the secrets of, me, of my life. Excuse me, because we talk about testimonies. Oh, you have to have a strong testimony. What kind of testimony are you looking for? I've given you two instances of, from this scripture, the testimony. One, somebody gave her a prophecy, and that was enough as a testimony. For most people, if I, if I just, you know, if you say that, is there anybody here that nobody has said to you, you know, or maybe you are in a church, and they are preaching, or they are singing, and it touches your life. It meets the desires of your heart. You have not seen testimony that you can share because you are still waiting. That was that simple testimony. In fact, she, you still want to know all the scripture. She said, eh, you are the Bible scholars. You don't know, I don't know if this is Christ or not. All I know is that ah, I entered that place. They said, hmm, you this woman that keeps sleeping around with men. Let me go and share it. <laughs> See, because we have overturned what is testimonies. The reason why you cannot share this kind of, we cannot share this kind of, because the testimony is about you. It has nothing to do with God. Because if he had something to do with him, this woman went out and shared the testimony. He read, he read please, do you know that 
When she went back, she ran back to the place she was coming from, where everybody knows she was, she was sleeping around. As she went there, I said, that man told me what I used to do. People say, uh, we know. <laughs> she had been at the one all her husbands. But she went and shared that testimony. See, some of us are still waiting. I have learned something. I was, I listened to it for a lot. I need to say something. The church at times, as massive as the church is, it doubles at times in three months. So that means in three months you might have maybe another 100,000. He said, but where people don't understand is that the day one new member came, he said they were dancing. Testimonies of dead people coming to life. And he said, we used to dance at a time we were doing Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving that we would dance because somebody somebody's headache was relieved. He said there was a time in that church that they would dance like because somebody had a dick. And, and he said, what happened? The testimonies began to multiply to the point now, maybe in a month you can have three people raised from the dead. But you want somebody to raise from the dead. But you have not learned the principle that testimonies increase as they go, as they are told. He was saying one day that he was in Lonnie of Wakadina when they, then. Then his wife came to church and she was shocked. Because <laughs> the way he used to talk, he said the wife thought that, in fact, they had finished the service. The wife thought that maybe they were doing workers meeting. Because there was nobody. <laughs> it was only about three or four people. He said, but the way he used to come home and say, oh, the service was awesome today. We bless God. He said, the way the wife came, the wife thought, ah, you know that church must be, they must be about 3,000, 4,000 people. When she got there, they were no more than, three, more than three, four, I don't know, but no more than ten. He said, when they finished service, the woman was saying, is there any other service aside from that? He said, no. She couldn't understand But now people see that, you know, the, no, it is because in the days when there was one person, he said when one person came back, came, um, um, a new member came, after service, all the pastors would hold hands in front of the altar. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. You brought one person. Hey, Jesus, we are grateful. Because the principle of testimonies is that when it is so spoken, it replicates itself. It replicates itself. So this woman shared her testimony. Now, why I started, came from the point where I talked about where, where, where we said that, um, you know, there is, where, let's go to verse 34. Now, after, after this, his disciples came and he said, Sir, you are hungry. We, we, and Jesus said, my food is to do the will of him and who sent me and to finish it. Then you say, there is still four months before the harvest. Behold, I say to lift up your eyes. Look at the fields. The harvest is ready. He who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit into eternal life. Now, what was he talking about? Who was the harvester that went out? That woman. What was the finished product? The finished product was the harvest that that woman brought back as a result of her testimonies. So when you sing you need to find out which food are you giving him? Is it finished food or half-baked one? Now, if you go to verse 39, the Bible says, and many of the Samaritan believed because of the word of the woman who testified. What was her testimony? He told me 
all I ever did. That was a testimony. We are still looking for a greater testimony. She won. Now, please notice. The Bible says many of, of the Samaritans. That means that there will be people there who say, hey. but yet the Bible says many believed because our testimony was very simple. Act. Oh, God. You know, at times we look for testimony, maybe the one that will shock you is the one that they tell you things you don't know. But this one, it was things she knew. In fact, she may have been sitting around it. All I'm just saying to us is this. She, she was here, her testimony was how Jesus dealt with her. Some of us, our testimony is how God blessed us, which is not bad. But, you know, I just want this to just settle in your mind as we just put this to, a, um, to, to, to um, the judges a bit closer. Is that you are looking for testimony to share and yet God speaks to you on a daily basis. You come, you see, to the glory of God. We've had people in this place who didn't have um, paper and got their paper. We had somebody who didn't know that the doctor said that they can't get pregnant. And they got pregnant. We have, um, you see, you can, you can go on and on and on. But that testimony is not groundbreaking. Because we have been conditioned to to compete on testimonies rather than say it as simple as it is. <laughs> Somebody was saying that, what is your problem? Why would you go to hell because you want to see a testimony? So you now had this, had that, had this, had that. If trumpet blows, why are you sharing your testimony? You are, you, you, you are done for. <laughs> Hallelujah. God help us in Jesus' name. Now, see, if you see Psalm, Psalm 19, it says, and that was the scripture we read, the heavens declare the glory, glory of God, and the firmament show forth his handiwork, day unto day. So that means that it is a continuous thing. And night unto night declares knowledge. There is no speech, no language where their voice is not heard. The Bible says that their lines have gone out through all of the words and their word to the hands of the world. In that said, in that speech, in that testimony, God tabernacled himself. Is he glorifies himself when you share it. He gives an, an opportunity to walk when you share it. Matthew chapter 10. Before we go there, because that this is going to be a bit. Um, uh, let's go to John chapter nine down here. Or John chapter nine. Yeah. I want to say something to you. It is important also that you acknowledge, you give details of a testimony when you share it. Acknowledge the source or how it came about. Most of the time, you know what they said to him? They said, and they said to him, you, you, are, you are completely, sorry, you, you were completely born in sin and you, you are teaching us um, and they cast him out. Sorry, is that where we, where we read? Amen. No, verse 24. After that Matthew. After Matthew that we're reading. Don't worry, hallelujah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm sorry. And they said to him, and, uh, and they said again, they called the man who was blind, and they said, give God the glory. We know that that man is a sin. See, just say that he's God. Don't worry. Don't talk about the fact that, you know, when I read this book, this thing changed my life. Most of the time, that's what Christians say. No, I just got, no. He said, 
acknowledge the source. See, one thing, I will use the leader of the church as an example, General C as an example. He went, he was still a normal church member. He went to a place, and there was a leader there, a church leader. I think he was looking for some, I don't know what he was looking for, he was looking for something. He was trying to get, invite people to do something. So he got to that place, and there was a church leader in that church that was blind. So he got there, and the man said, ah. So they were speaking, and the man said, ah, sorry, God has been saying to me that somebody will come. So when he came, cut long story short, he prayed for the man. And the man's eyes opened. Then the man said, I have vowed to God that whoever does this takes me out of this issue. I will hand this church building to them. And he said, no, you can't judge me little. They sent me. I have a boss. I am just, see, everything that I know through God came through him. So don't give me building. I don't need building. Give me a moment. We will come back next week. And he came and he brought the leader of his church and said, sir, I came here or they said they see. But please, sir, uh, take the, the property. And that was what happened. Many years later, God has helped him to start his own ministry. One thing is particular about Dio Blessing. People give Dio Blessing buildings of it. Even when we got our first place in this place, we, we were given the place two months free rent. And at times, see, there are things that you need to understand that some things follow principles. When somebody was talking to us during the anniversary, we had a celebration here, and somebody came from us, a person was talking about the building that you'll be going to, or the building that God will, God will provide for you, this and this, it will happen in such a way, and it will signify also that, you know, it will be an element of, you know, did we, did we just dash us? Why? Because somebody sold that, acknowledged a source once, and God made a covenant with Most of the churches of your blessing, the buildings are given. Without praying. It just comes. Why? Because somebody acknowledged a source. See, uh, this, you know, I, I know what I did. See, see, there are there is a place, and there's a place of principles. Uh. May God grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Now, let's run, put this to bed. Matthew chapter 10. ten. The one upstairs, up. Yeah. Hmm. 28. Previous. Oh, yeah, previous one now. He said, whatever I tell you in the dark, whatever I do for you in the secret, he said, speak in the light. Whatever you hear in your ears, preach at the housetops. Do not be afraid of those who can kill. So that means that you say, hey, my test, see, this testimony is just too small. You know, I, I can't, you know, they'll be saying that, you know, how can I just go and share with people? I say, you know what? It doesn't make sense that I said that I went to church last week and they prayed for and, and, and they did or, and, and somebody was uh, and, the test, and they were singing and that song touched my heart. No, that is not, that, that is not big testimony. He now said, please, this is quite important to me. He said, but rather fear him that's able to kill, destroy the soul and the body in hell. And he said, okay, let's, he said, but, but verse 30, he said, but every hair of your head is normal. So what he's saying is that God has insurance for everything. Don't worry, just share your testimony. He, and he now said, do not fear, uh, he, he said, do not fear, therefore, you who are more valuable than the sparrows. 
32 is what struck, strikes him. He said, therefore, whoever confesses me before men, I will also confess before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will deny them before my Father in heaven. What was he talking about? Sharing your testimony. Sharing it before people. Yet, we have not come to a point where we now tell people that, you know, ah, that, that testimony, don't share it all. If you share it, they will destroy your testimony. You see how the devil is pushing devilish doctrines into the body of Christ. Having said that, when you share your testimony, you need to be clear in your mind why you're doing it. I will show you a story that people normally read Ananias and Sapphiras in the Bible. Acts chapter 4. Now, please follow this story as it's going. Nor there was any among them that lacked. For all who were possessors of land sold them and they brought, and they brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and they laid them at the apostles' feet. And it secreted it to everyone that lacked. That that, were had, that was in need. So what, what was happening? People were bringing gifts to church. If you go on to verse 36, he said, and, um, and Jos, or Joseph, or whatever it is, who was, who was named Barnabas by the apostles, which translated the son of encouragement, a Levite of the country of, um, country of Cyprus, having sold his land and laid it and brought it before the apostles' feet. No, so what happened was that somebody now sold a land and the apostle said, ah, you are truly a son of encouragement. Each time I see you, you can see the glory of God in your, in your life. Then what now happened? Acts chapter 5. He said, now... A certain man called Ananias and Sapphira, I'm sorry, Ananias and his wife Sapphira, sold their possession. Why did they sell it? They sold it because somebody was called the child of encouragement. So they two went to sell their home. We would, uh, my own testimony would outshine his own. And the Bible says, and they kept part of the proceeds. Why? Because they discovered that, ah, excuse me, <laughs> this thing is too hard. And what happened? The Bible says, and having, um, he said, and his wife are well of it. They brought it, um, brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles. And Peter said, Ananias, why has you allowed, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and hold back the price of the land for yourself? And he didn't handle the story. The spirit, why Peter was still speaking, Holy Spirit came and struck him dead. Why? Because his testimony his offering was as a result of competition. I don't know if you have been there before. May God forgive anyone affected. Amen. They are giving testimony. And the first person that gave testimony said, Ah, when I was traveling, I had an accident. And the car tumbled, 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 tumbled. And all of a sudden, I came out, I was, I was alive. And your own is God. I have a dick. Thank God for healing me. You not came, I said, hmm. as I was going on, <laughs> I had a dream. In that dream, I knew something was going to happen. So I got home, and somebody called my phone number. Somebody texted me a WhatsApp with a Bible scripture. I knew what was at hand. So as I read that scripture, I said, Holy Ghost, protect my life. Then I began to feel a dick. I know power has come. <laughs> Then you now start your own testimony. And Holy Spirit is looking. And he's saying, Who where did this come from? You are packaged it. Because the person ahead of you has given a, 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 a grand venture. Everybody stood up and clapped. You two now want to get an aviation. And that's what I tell you, see, 
Some people don't know how curses fall upon them in the service. I tell people, all this X group or band bought this. We are more senior. So we should buy something that will assign them. Before who? What you are doing is competing. It is not a it is not from your heart. So if nobody bought something greater than that, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have bothered anyway. Testimonies. No matter, see, stop, let us stop racing for groundbreaking testimonies. Just hear what you know. Speak to somebody. In church today, when the worship came, I was heavy, but my heart was light. Think about it. See how God will multiply it. But some of us will say, you know, say, and, and that, is, that is the sad culture we have found ourselves. Where testimony is about how, how powerful it sounds. How great it sounds. But for every child of God, you are his priest. As you share his testimony of what he has done for you. See how it multiplies. There are people around you that all you need to, to do is just to share a testimony. No matter how silly it is, we read it in that scripture. That woman said, I don't know if this is Jesus. So, you see, all those ones are for um, theological students. But what I know is this. I was, my heart was heavy. But I came to church. And as the word was going, they spoke some things to my heart that just made me feel happy. That is what Jesus did for me. The Bible says, by the word of testimonies, they conquered. So I want you as we, I want you to see, I would also say this, have a minute word. I, I would also say this. is that when people say that God sent, told them to come out and give thanks, and people say, I don't know the reason why, but I am out. Why would God ask you to come out for such testimonies? Because one of the things he's doing is using that so that he can reproduce the testimony that you hear would reproduce. But at times, you have not said anything you just said, I don't know why I'm here, but I am here anyway, and I give God thanks. Because there are other testimonies that you can share, but you think it's too little. So you leave all of that, and you stand before the church, and you say, God said I should come and give thanks, so me, I don't know why you, but I give thanks anyway. What is going to multiply? <laughs> anyway, it's going to multiply. <laughs> But what I believe from my understanding of the scriptures, I thank God. See, at times the problem is that we are not looking. We have been trained to overlook certain things. That's why Peter, David had to tell his, his, his heart. He said, why are you cast down, oh my soul? He said, remember. He said, he that forgave your sins, he that healed you of your diseases, now, for some of us, forgiveness of sins is not even a testimony. That my sins are forgiven is not part of your testimony. But David said, see, that is why at times you think there is nothing to say. David had to go and wait. Don't forget his benefit too. He forgave me my sin. I should be going to hell now if not for Christ. So even if it is that... You will not come out and not say you, you don't have anything to say. That alone, God will take it and multiply it. David's first testimony was that he was able to kill a lion 
But his testimony, when he shared that testimony, what followed was to be able to kill the greatest warrior that ever came. A testimony that is not shared has no ability to reproduce itself. That's why, again, like I said, there are some people that you keep seeing coming out. They say, hey, are they the only one? But because most of us, because, because, because people have not been taught certain things, why, why is this person again? So he shares another testimony. Then he comes again next to said, ah, this is what God did for me. He said, ah, we, 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 we are being here, oh God. This person is just, no, because you are not sharing, there is nothing for you to share. Nothing is multiplying. You know, I was, I was, I was, I think there was a time when Emmanuel was talking about the fact that he would just, he made a target in his mind. I think that he would be sharing with people. See, we are not, it's not promoting a church. It's promoting a place of encounter with you. All this attitude of Rea Donke died yesterday because may God keep his soul. He said, it is lack of understanding that you would give birth to a child on the road and leave them. Because that is what happens when you share the gospel with somebody and you said, don't worry, fend for yourself. But what am I trying to say is that he said that, he said, he said when, he said when he was sharing it, he spoke about um, he spoke to people. He said, you know, this is what God did. He said, that was the day he was good. Was it? He went to the shop. He wanted to buy something. And somebody paid. And somebody, somebody, somebody paid. And he called and he shared the testimony. The next time he went to bar, he, was, he went to cut his hair. Somebody paid. He was I said, no, it is principle. Share one, it would multiply itself. Let us rise up yours. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.